Motorsport 411 presents all the four and two-wheeled action. Motorsport 411 with Sean Cardavillis. Welcome to Motorsport 411, your home for all your four and two-wheel action in Africa. In this episode, we'll have a roundup of last weekend's ARC Arusha Rally as we speak to podium finisher Hamza Anwar, and we'll get the latest motorsport news from across the border as we speak to former navigator and motorsport journalist in Uganda, Leon Senyange. All the four and two-wheeled action, Motorsport 411. Welcome to the episode. So the ARC Arusha Rally was held last weekend, with Karim Patel once again winning. In second place was Leroy Gomez, and in third place his first ever podium was Hamza Anwar. In the point standings in the Africa Rally Championship, it's Leroy Gomez who leads with 102 points, followed by Karim Patel on 75 points. A level on 38 points each, it's Giancarlo Davite from Rwanda and Jeremy Wahome, while Hamza Anwar and Yasin Nasser are on 34 points each. So that means that Leroy Gomez is in the driving seat heading into the final two rounds as he needs to finish on the podium twice. In fact, if he has two third places, he will seal the title, even if Karim Patel has two first places. I got to speak to Hamza and I asked him how it felt at getting his first ever podium finish. Uh, it feels good. Actually, it's my first uh podium in any rally. Um, I've tried really hard also the last few events and managed to bugger it up. Um, but um, this one, I, I just held it together um, and Adnan was guiding me well. And yeah, we managed to hold position. A very impressive season so far. Uh, you seem to be settling into both the R3 and also your Evo X. <laughs> yeah, somehow, somewhat <laughs> we are. Uh, just tell us uh, about the improvements. Uh, what, what what have you been doing behind the scenes? Um, all right. Uh, to be honest, um, nothing much. Just been keeping ourselves, uh, you know, updated. Uh, always in communication with the co-driver. Um, but no, we've just been trying to do as many as it, events as we can, just to get seat time and mileage. Um, I think from last year we learned a lot and uh, this year we're just trying to implement everything that we learned and where we made our mistakes. We're trying to make uh, minimal mistakes and we actually realize there's no need to actually keep your foot down as much as I used to. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I mean, the strategy paid, uh, paid off. We, paid a, we played a good strategy from the beginning, from the qualifying stage. We didn't take any risks. And then um, we had a lot of issues. Uh, we had a lot of punches towards the end of stages. And we had uh, jack failure. We had uh, <laughs> the biggest problem was actually a rear diff that um, kept giving uh, problems, I think, because of the thick dust. So we're actually running uh, on day two, five stages out of six in front wheel drive. So it was actually like a rally, uh, R2 car with the turbo strapped on so it was good fun though we managed to hold position all right there was an issue with fuel uh, i know you can't talk much about it it's still under internal investigation within your team uh, how did that affect you um it did affect us from the beginning because we uh, we did get on to our we, we were we started the stage on our time but of course we were out of the holding late so that um ended us up in a 
uh, I think a minute and a half penalty from the beginning. And then um, because of the few calculations and little issues, we actually took it really easy in the morning, which lost us a lot of time. Um, but uh, maybe it was a blessing in disguise. We kind of preserved our cars on the first pass. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, this is rallying. There's always a lot of drama involved. And um, our actual strategy as a team for me and Adnan is to actually combat uh, all the problems thrown to us and um, uh, kind of help it to make us uh, a stronger team. Adnan Din, a very, very seasoned navigator. How key has he been to your success? Uh, he's been very key. As you guys know, I've been really struggling with uh, getting a committed co-driver and um, someone who I also gel uh, well with. And um, no, it's uh, he's been fantastic. And uh, I'm, I think, I mean, this rally has just been, we've, we've been on the, uh, just sitting on the podium for a few rallies now, but not really being successful. So I think now we've kind of got the right recipe. Um, and together, the synchronization between us is superb. And uh, we thank God for it. And yeah, he's been amazing, um, you know, because we are young blood. So, you know, we do get hot-headed in the car. Um, you know, we always want to keep our foot down. But he's really guided me well in a calm and uh, professional manner. All right. Just going back to the Arusha rally and that final stage, uh, when you knew that you were going to be on the podium, uh, how did it feel uh, when Adang was calling the notes? Well, you know, <laughs> as for myself, I'm not really, I'm just being honest, I'm not, I hate driving slowly. And I'm not used to it. So, like, the notes just didn't make sense to me <laughs> half the time. So, uh, there were some flat-out uh, bits that were okay. But through the narrow sections where I really love making my time, it was just it was just madness. I even knocked a little tree stump because of having a lack of focus <laughs> just driving slowly. Because I actually, this was my first rally using my left foot. Uh, I usually don't left foot break, but this was my first rally. It seemed to be successful. But I think going slowly, I, I should just keep my right foot if I'm going to hold position. But it was good fun. I mean, I learned a lot. And rally by rally, we're all learning. And uh, every experience, every little helps. Uh, you were known for having a, a number of crashes earlier in your career. Uh, you seem to have uh, matured as a driver. Uh, some fantastic performances, including a top 10 uh, time uh, during the uh, WRC Safari Rally. Uh, well, what's been the key to the success? Uh, there was also uh, a fastest time uh, during the ARC Rally as well here in Element Titer. Um Yeah, certainly um, we know we have the speed. Um, we've managed, we've shown our pace. So now it's just to prove that we can get the car home in one piece. Um, so that's been my my motive this whole year. Um, I know I have the speed, but I've seen I, I don't actually have to drive on my 100%. So I just keep it, tone it a bit low. So when I do need it, I can actually bring it out. Um, but I mean, no, so far, so good. Uh, we've got uh, to the end of this event. Unfortunately, WRC, we did have the same strategy and we did drive very well. Um, but it was just unfortunate. This is rallying. This is motorsport. The engine died on us just a stage to the flying finish. So that was unfortunate, but I mean, this is motorsport, um, things happen. 
your dad uh, a real key to your success uh, he's you know almost at every event uh, you're at uh, Asad Anwar a very uh, good friend of mine as well um, he really has been instrumental in you rising up uh, also investing a lot in cars uh, no certainly um, he's he, he's put out the platform for me and he's actually groomed me from a very young age to actually uh, take on um, on uh, on motorsport so uh, i didn't actually start off with the uh, motorsport at a young age i started when i was 17 so i actually had to fix up a buggy um from the beginning and then i worked my way up I moved into a front wheel drive car and then uh, drove a bit of rear wheel in the classics and then uh, yeah eventually in 2020 i moved up to a subaru the gvb which was actually my maiden rally uh, in arusha um and uh, yeah i mean from from there on it was uh, upwards and onwards so um yeah i mean uh, certainly i think he's got the right recipe because already within our second season of rallying we're already uh, um just we're already on the top so i mean uh, it's just now to kind of maintain it and um kind of understand how to uh, keep maintaining it uh, you guys made the decision to buy uh, Carl Tundo's uh, Evo 10, uh, the Evo X. Uh, just tell us about that decision. Uh, yeah, we uh, decided to move uh, to the Evo 10. Um, I mean, it was a proven car. Uh, Carl's won many uh, rallies with it, championships with it. And uh, it was just an upgrade because um, I'm selling currently uh, selling all my cars. Um, so I'll be using the R4 for the next uh, rallies coming up and uh, yeah i mean the r3 is a is a package uh, for the africa title so we wanted something to keep up on the national titles hamza just tell us about the fia young stars program um oh, well okay the fia young uh, stars program is a program uh, uh, actually headed uh, by phineas kimathi um and uh, he's done an amazing job to bring four cars um into a play for young talent and um, yeah I mean it's kind of a, a good platform all the similar age drivers um, with the different backgrounds of motorsport um, you know one's a motocross driver one's a, a track racer one's a, a rally driver one's an autocross driver like myself and all come like together as a team and uh, heading uh, heading out and really giving um, all the runners in the Africa Rally Championship uh, a good run for their money. Uh, the competition uh, must be quite stiff internally uh, because you've all got so much talent uh, within that team. No, certainly it's very uh, stiff between us all. I mean, uh, you know, uh, some drivers are very consistent and very uh, tidy. Some drivers are very fast. Uh, some drivers um, are experienced. Um, so, you know, it, it, it's a give and take between all the drivers. We're all kind of an equal playing field in terms of experience and exposure. And um, I mean, it's been incredible um, just with my teammates. We actually have a very friendly atmosphere out of the car. But once it's in the car, it's down to business. So, uh, no, I, I mean, it's fantastic. Uh, so far, so good. We've really been enjoying ourselves. Now, you're really fortunate in coming from a motorsports family. You've got uh, Azza Anwar, a former Safari Rally winner. You've got Asad Anwar, your father, uh, who's a motorsports legend, uh, no introduction needed. Uh, from your point of view, why do you love motorsport? 
Um, I love motorsport because it gives, first of all, it gives a sense of connectivity with others. Uh, but the main thing is, um, you know, w- when I have my foot planted to the ground and um, I'm having a good time, I have control of the car. For me, that's what I grew up uh, liking and having fun, the sense of competition. But, you know, once you're in the cars, you're, you're in competition. Once you're out, I mean, it's kind of a friendly environment. So I've, I've really enjoyed that. I've watched that growing up. And, um, I mean, uh, certainly it's, uh, it's a blessing to be from a motorsport family. I mean, I get my consistency from my uncle and I get my speed from my father. So um, having two of the best mentors for myself is just incredible. They've been a good help. And, uh, no, it's been, it's been amazing. Uh, just finally, uh, the future. Uh, we know, of course, uh, how the economy is uh, in terms of, uh, you know, how difficult it is, uh, how expensive it is uh, for motorsport. Uh, what, what does the future hold for you? Where, where, where do you see yourself, uh, let, let, let's say, in five years' time? I mean, okay, certainly, I mean, my goal is to win. I really do want to win. Uh, I want to conquer my map. So I want to conquer the Kenya National Rally Championship. And of course, I want to conquer the Africa Rally Championship. And then future in the future, I would like to go to Europe and actually get to see, uh, gauge myself against them uh, after a, a little bit of experience, a few seasons. Um, but uh, I mean, uh, so far, I mean, I'd really love to get a drive with one of the works WRC teams. That's always, of course, been a dream for everyone and anyone. Um, but I mean, for now it seems unlikely, um, but you know, you know, you never know what the future holds. So, um, yeah, I mean, I just want to try and conquer, uh, my map, try and conquer everything I can. And then from there, hopefully I'll get some inspiration <laughs> to grow. <laughs> That's rally driver and FIA Young Stars team member Hamza Anwar. We'll be back. Motorsports 411 with Sean Cardavillis. Welcome back. Now, it's been a busy couple of weeks on four and two wheels across the border in Uganda. I got to speak to motorsport journalist and former navigator Leon Senyange. Well, uh, sure, it's a pleasure being on uh, the program. Lovely program, lovely stuff that you do in, uh, in Nairobi and uh, for African motorsport at that. Um, Uganda. Uganda is definitely an exciting place. Um, we've, we've had competitions over the last few weeks and um, they've uh, fallen nothing short of exciting all through. Um, all, well, let me start back to a couple of months ago, uh, the Pal of Africa Rally, uh, which was the African round of the championship, um, African Rally Championship round. Um, exciting drives there, good performances. Uh, just Mangat coming back to show everybody that he is the boss here. And uh, yes, he won that one. We moved on to um, round four. Uh, now, round four was only a couple of uh, days ago. Um, the championship leader, Posiano Rakataka, there did not finish. He had an engine problem. Uh, that took him out. And that, of course, meant he his gap in the championship lead was only reduced to something less than 100 points. But the surprise winner for us was a young man, Omar Dauda in uh, Mitsubishi Evo 7. Um, he's been driving quite well this whole season. And uh, by the way things were going, um, you wouldn't really have put your money on him 
winning that event. But yes, good stuff for him there, winning his first ever rally, um, career rally. Um, and of course, uh, there were celebrations uh, last Friday in one of uh, the dance clubs around town. Uh, he cut cake and all the drivers that took part in that event came and celebrated with him. A very good result it was. Um, there were disappointments though. Ronald Sebuguzi uh, debuting his uh, Ford Proto um, I mean, for the very first event. He wasn't able to complete that event. Um, he still has this monkey on his back. It's one he has to take off. He hasn't finished a rally this year. The three-time national rally champion is definitely um, having a lot of work on his hands to ensure that um, he pulls something out of uh, the bag and the big surprise. One of the drivers, though, that is uh, getting everybody talking here is Mike Mukula Jr. Probably by the end of uh, day one of uh, NRC4 here, he was leading. And uh, there are two things. He, he drives in the club manually championship. So um, they only do 50% of the national uh, round um, event. Uh, so the, the debate was whether he should be able to continue and possibly win the rally or, you know, settle for, um, for his 50%, lead the NRC title. And, well, you see how it goes in the subsequent events. But thankfully, he's uh, doing quite well, and he's uh, one of the drivers that uh, everybody has their eyes on. He's leading the CRC category. He's leading the uh, overall sprint championship. Uh, he's also leading the, auto, the auto, autocross open class. So it's a very, very good year going for him. Um, that briefly is what happened in uh, NRC for a few weeks ago. But last weekend uh, was the Tanzania rally. We had two Ugandans competing there. That is Yasin Nasa and Ali Katumba, as well as uh, Just Mangat and uh, Joseph Kamia calling the notes. Um, Just didn't take part in NRC4 in Uganda, so he opted to go and uh, do the NRC event in Tanzania. He had, uh, I think, turbo issues that um, put him out. Yasin Nasa struggled through the rally there, but well, it's good to see that he was able to pick up a couple of points. So uh, it's very good. Uh, uh, drivings for the Ugandan um, for the Ugandan crews. So that, that's how it's been uh, rolling. We have NRC five coming um, early in the first weekend of August. Uh, it is in the territory that Posiano Lakataka is uh, known for, you know, uh, pulling all the sorts of speeds and, and winning. So he's probably is odds on favorite to uh, to pick the hundred points from that particular event. But who knows? Uh, this is motorsport. It could go uh, anybody's direction. So uh, the championship is building up. Oceano Rakataka leads with 262 points. Omar Dauda, a surprise, a second place uh, position there for him with 178 points. Then Jonas Kansime, he's only done three rounds of four so far. Uh, he's in third place. Just Mangat in fourth. Um, the defending champion, Yasin Nasa, is further down in about eighth position. Uh, he's done only one event uh, in the local rally championship here. He's opted for Tanzania. That's how things are going on uh, in the four wheels for Uganda. Um, in regard to matters two-wheel, last weekend, Sunday, we had a fun ride. Um, more, many of the riders there preparing themselves for the African Motocross, um, uh, Motocross of African Nations Championship. It's one that Uganda has, um, well, was awarded to host uh, previously and because of the COVID-19 challenge, um, it was postponed twice. Now, um, August brings us that particular event and the Ugandan riders are gearing up for it. They really want to stamp the authority on the continent in that one. 
so um, the championships that have been happening five rounds have actually uh, been organized so far and uh, the selection for team uganda is best on the riders that are performing very very well in uh, these championships and there are quite a couple of names um let's start with the juniors uh, the mx50 you have uh, abigail muanguzi and miguel katende they're they're neck and neck in their championship only nine points separate them uh, in uh, uh, in the in the quest for the title this year we have the, the ladies as well uh, competing in the 50 mx but uh, going down to where the excitement is, the MX-65, um, a young man called uh, Miguel Catende, he's, um, he's had, he had a very wonderful year in 2021. 2022 is just going as planned, uh, and uh, but breathing down his neck is his younger brother, Jonathan Catende. So uh, these two are, um, are, are the main drivers, that, uh, riders that Uganda will be looking at to, you know, uh, put up a very good challenge for uh, some of the uh, riders from South Africa, Botswana, Namibia, even Kenya itself, that will be coming for the uh, African Nations um, Motocross Championship. Further down in our list of, uh, of riders, well, we have uh, Milton Obote in the 125cc. Um, he's, 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 he's really racked up uh, one, two, threes uh, in, um, in the motocross rounds this year. So he leads the championship. Kilan Wekesa, um, he's done three rounds of uh, mx this year and come top in all three out of four so um definitely you probably want to have your money on that one to you know put up the challenge Arthur blake um the son of a um, record time national motocross champion uh, will be the captain uh, for uganda he'll lead uh, the charge for uganda he currently leads the mx1 category um and, and definitely uh, he's picked up very very fantastic results so far He's won four rounds out of five. And um, you could say he's actually already the national uh, MX, MX1 champion, having wrapped up 294 points. His second uh, placed chess is Abdul Damba, uh, a, a whooping 192 points behind. So, I mean, Arthur Blake is already our national MX1 champion. He will be leading uh, the charge for Uganda. Therein, of course, is one common name, one familiar name, Maxime Van P. He's come back to ride uh, in the in the local uh, motocross championship. He's done one race so far, but we expect that he'll be in the team for the national uh, for the national and uh, African continent. So that's how it is going for Uganda. Um, all eyes on how we shall be preparing for the MX round, um, the African Continental Championship, and. Ah, boy, oh boy. I mean, the, the, the fans here, the riders here just can't wait to see the action at the uh, Victoria Racetrack in Garuga. Leon, you mentioned Arthur Blake, uh, his father, of course, Arthur Blake Sr. He had quite a nasty fall uh, a couple of races ago. Uh, how's his recovery? Well, we, we were able to meet him, uh, I think, two weeks ago. He's, uh, he's really tried. He's picked up. He can have a very good conversation now. Um, it definitely was. Uh, sadly, it was a very, very nasty fall. Um, I took him out for about uh, three or four weeks. Uh, broken ribs, um, a, a couple of broken bones here and there. But we're happy to say that um, he's been able to pick up. And uh, the interactions from the family and friends is that uh, indicate that, uh, yeah, he's doing well. He had, I mean, he had time off to go and watch the safari, even regardless of uh, the challenge and being under a bit of pain. So that tells much about how well he potentially is doing. I, I don't think we are going to see him coming back this year. 
until uh, he's given the full clean bill of health. All right. Now, uh, one thing uh, we've noticed is the uh, safety aspect of uh, rallying and also motocross as well. There seems to be a lot of uh, emphasis put on uh, safety this year in Uganda. Absolutely. Um, and I think it stems from the fact that um, we've had several um, cautions or warnings from the FIA. Um, the emphasis now and the gospel being preached is that uh, we lose or we stand to lose some of these international engagements that we uh, are handed by the international body. Uh, and, and it's not the thing we'd want to have as, as Ugandans. Um, I, I believe and probably it's subject to discussion, Uganda has um, the biggest motorsport crowd and most um, enthusiastic motorsport crowd on the continent, if not on the world. So it's very important that we keep um, safety as a top priority. And indeed, it's got to show in uh, the national rounds that we've had from the beginning of the year, the Pearl of Africa rally, there was lots of trainings, uh, the officials from, uh, uh, from, from CAMS and uh, the African Rally Championship were here. They emphasized issues of training. Everybody, it's all hands on deck at this point in time where we believe that, um, I, I mean, safety is very important. Uh, and, and without a doubt, it's everybody's part to ensure that, you know, you're your brother's keeper, not to cross the line, not to cross the taped areas, to keep in safe zones, to, to, to have the safety precautions well in your mind. So these are the things that uh, the Federation here is pushing. And not just the Federation alone, everybody is uh, part and parcel of uh, the gospel around safety motorsport. All right. And African rallying really at a crossroads at the moment. Uh, we're seeing it across here in Kenya where the entries are really, really low. Uh, rallying uh, booming in Uganda at the moment, but the technology now uh, starting to age. Uh, the Mitsubishis, the Subarus uh, really now starting to fall out of favor. We're seeing uh, here in Kenya uh, where it's virtually impossible unless your name is Flash Tundo to win uh you know with a Mitsubishi Evo uh right now uh cars moving to R5s uh the World Rally Championship moving to hybrid uh what what do you foresee in terms of uh motorsport in Uganda we only saw one entry from Uganda uh sadly in the 2022 uh WRC Safari Rally and that was in the Kenya National Rally Championship category uh what what do you see as the future and uh that also means uh, entries for 2023 well, I'll start with the, the experience at the safari um, last year. And I mean, many Ugandan drivers were hit with uh, a huge bill in uh, participation in that particular event. I think it's one of the reasons why uh, many of them stayed away. Uh, we only had one participant, Duncan Moviru, and he went for what would be the less scrutinized option. Uh, that is the um, uh, the, the Kenya N the, the the NRC the Kenyan National Rally Championship, but that goes without saying that uh, the transition is actually existing here. Uh, Duncan Moviru himself, uh, our 2021 champion, uh, transitioned into a Ford Proto. Uh, I think there's that need for speed, reliability, and uh, and of course the competition itself. Ronald Sebuguzi has followed suit. We have a word that a couple of other drivers are bringing in cars of uh, that nature. On Sunday, the previous Sunday, there was a fundraising sprint for one of the young drivers, uh, Dastibo Kenya Yusuf. He wants to, I mean, follow on the same path. Um, I, I still think we are still far behind as one Uganda in terms of the transition towards uh, those kind of cars. But even still, it, it's about the money. It's about the economy in which you're rallying. It's about how much you have in your pockets 
to to afford a car of, of, of that magnitude, maintain a car of that magnitude, and compete with it through uh, you know two, three, or four years. Um, talking about the participation in the World Rally Championship, and like I said earlier, uh, it, it's a very huge bill. Uh, many of our right drivers here don't have as big time sponsors as uh, some of the drivers that come from Europe to participate in our in our rounds uh, in, in the African round. So. There should be a call for um, sponsors to come on board and, and, and you know, try and inject some money in within some of these drivers, even still a collective effort maybe from the government itself. Let's say, for instance, we have a class of six drivers from Uganda going to participate in the World Rally Championship. And like they do for athletics or even football, now the government here being able to you know, extend a particular amount of money to see them uh, um, offset some of the costs that come with participating in, in a round of this nature. It's quite heavy. You very well know that uh, it is a heavy bill that the drivers incur in trying to participate uh, in the World Rally Championship. So uh, at the end of it all, uh, in, in the case for Uganda, uh, there's quite a lot to do. While the transitions in seeing that the drivers, those that can afford, uh, are, put, are putting in the shifts in getting um, uh, you know, the more sophisticated cars and the more reliable cars, uh, being able to show that might elsewhere is still uh, a challenge and it calls for a lot more support. Speaking of the WRC Safari Rally, uh, the experience uh, for the fans, uh, you know, this year it was more relaxed uh, in terms of COVID uh, protocols. Uh, people could travel easier. Uh, we saw literally hundreds of Ugandans come across the border. Uh, what did you make of the experience for the Uganda fans? Well, I'll, I'll start with myself. I've unfortunately not been able to watch the two uh, rounds that have been hosted. I participated in the 2019 candidate event with Ronald Sebuguzi. But either way, it's still um, it's one of those things you have to tick off your bucket list. The going across the border for the Kenya Safari Rally. Men, there was a generation of Ugandans that uh, you know had the thrill of it uh, in, in, in the early days, in the late 1990s into the 2000s before. Uh, it, it was called off. But now with its return, it's a whole different generation of rally fans. Those that were younger, that have heard stories of how the WRC was then, now want to experience it. And they have some money in their pockets. So uh, even still, it's a road trip, a week-long road trip. We had uh, a, a, an, an arrangement here where the fans actually first went to Mombasa before they came back to Naivasha to, to watch the rally. Those are eight days of, 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 of fun. Those are eight days of, of sporting tourism. Those are uh, eight or so days of experiencing the difference between a car driven in Uganda and uh, a card World Rally Championship car. That is a memory that stays uh, very well in your mind. And I think for every year that uh, the uh, World Rally Championship will be organized, you will see uh, droves and droves of uh, Ugandan fans coming over. Ugandans love rally. They love motorsport. They, they, they will be there to support anybody regardless and I think for them, that is what makes a big difference and, and explains the great numbers of fans, uh, Ugandan fans that you see in the stages. In Kasarani, I mean, there was this one very big corner of Ugandan flags, of Ugandan fans flying the Ugandan flag. Uh, and, and it was very amazing. For them, it didn't really matter. Some preferred the Hyundais, others preferred uh, the, the Toyotas. And, you know, the, the experience for them is one that they will forever live with. All right. And finally, uh, there's been this hashtag on social media, bring back Dusty. Uh, can you just explain uh, <laughs> what that is uh, for those that don't know? 
Well, um, Dusty Yusuf Bukenya is a young driver who uh, a couple of years ago was taking part in a rally in western, the western part of the country. Uh, his Mitsubishi Evo 9 um, unfortunately went, uh, went out in flames. Uh, one of those pictures that you look at and feel sorry for the driver, for the family, uh, for, for the hopes of what uh, a young driver could potentially have been capable to do in, in local rallying. So he's been out for some years. Um, then uh, over the past weeks, there's been the campaign to bring him back, uh, uh, you know, fundraise money so he can acquire a Ford um, a Proto that he can uh, compete uh, with in the local rally championships and possibly international events. So last Sunday, thousands of fans uh, went down to the Victoria Racetrack in Garuga. Um, about 40 competitors um drivers were there took part in a short distance um event a sprint there were also riders uh, that took part in what was called a training event ahead of uh, the african motocross championship and yes I, I believe the organizers of that event should be pleased with the turn up uh, hopefully uh, they got they were able to get um, a substantial amount of money that can support his capacity to purchase uh, the car that he desires so um, if and when he's able to get that cut down to Kampala, we, we and many others um, uh, look forward to seeing Dusty back on uh, onto the race tracks and, and competing. I mean, we have now a younger generation of drivers that are challenging for the title, for the championship, and for the different categories that are there. And I think uh, Dusty coming in and, uh, well, uh, throwing in a bit of uh, the fire into, into the competition will make a very big difference. So... Yeah, we, we, it was very great support from the Ghana Motorsport fraternity to see that um, they want to see a young driver of his nature uh, coming back. He's very fast, and um, I mean, he could spring a surprise here and there if at all he gets that car back onto the tracks. Incredible. I wish we had this kind of charity uh, back home in Kenya. Thank you so much. Such an interesting story. Uh, Leon, we really, really appreciate uh, you speaking to us on Motorsport 411. It's a pleasure. Thank you very much, Sean. And uh, well, I'm I'm really grateful for the for the kind of work that uh, that you do. We follow and uh, yeah, let's keep it motorsport. But importantly, safety, safety everywhere for as long as you're watching motorsport anywhere. That's motorsport journalist and former navigator Leon Senyange. We'll be back. All the four and two wheeled action. Motorsport 411. So, our thanks once again to FIA Young Stars team member Hamza Anwar and motorsport journalist and former navigator Leon Sanyange. Once again, a very special thank you to Big City Studios. I'm Sean Carter Villis. See you next week. <laughs>